like it. I think he likes it. How about some more? Hell yes. he knows kung fu and he will show morpheus because he's learning and he learned from the matrix this is will this is your sci-fi guy at substack and we're going to be talking about the matrix or simulated reality a computer simulation a holographic world perhaps in that clip of course the great keanu reeves as neo Learning Kung Fu, Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, Aikido, Krav Maga, what have you. All the many merry martial arts. And if you're a fan of The Matrix, and who isn't, at least the first one, I really didn't like the others. I mean, they were all right, certain, certainly they were good. Um, the, the last one was better than the second installment. Um, but my favorite is, of course, the first one, Everything Can Happen. And um, everything kind of did <laughs> towards the end. But we're talking, we're talking about the movie, of course, but we're talking about the Matrix itself or simulated reality, holographic reality, a computer simulation. Is that what we're living in? Huh? Are we, are we living in the Matrix or a Matrix or some kind of simu simulated reality, some kind of Matrix? But first of the actual movie, it came out in 1999. I remember clearly looking at the trailers, the television ads, and saying, you know, whoa, whoa, I want to know Kung Fu too. Whoa, I want to know Kung Fu like that. I want to know that kind of Kung Fu. You know, what is that? With the trench coats and the sunglasses and the bullet time. And who could resist? I love the first movie. But it was one of the first DVDs. I remember I just got my DVD player about six months before or so, and that was one of my first biggies. And chock full of extras, chock full of uh, goodies, and wonderful, just wonderful. So here comes the wiki. It's a 90, 1999 science fiction film written and directed by the Wachowskis. It is the first installment in the Matrix film series, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Morris, Hugo Weaving, and Joe Pantoliano. Pantoliano. That's a hard one, Joe. It depicts a dystopian future in which humanity is unknowingly trapped inside a simulated reality. A simulated reality. The Matrix, which... The Matrix, which intelligent machines create to distract humans while using their bodies as an energy source. When computer programmer Thomas Anderson, under his hacker alias Neo, uncovers the truth, he joins a rebellion against the machines along with other people who have been freed from the Matrix. And as we know, some people don't like to be freed from the Matrix. They don't want to wake up. They don't want to no reality they still want to still want the simulated reality they want to go back to the simulated reality 
Now it's incredible. I mean, I know it did well. Um, the budget was about sixty-three million. It made four hundred and sixty-six million, almost four hundred sixty-seven million. It spawned all the uh, sequels. It um, it um, it produced uh, the Animatrix animated sort of versions and and uh, shorts, animated fo- shorts, and the production design was incredible. The, the 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 effects, the martial arts. Here's one of the quotes um, about the bullet time. Uh, As for the artistic inspiration for bullet time, I would credit Otomo Katsuhiro, who co-wrote and directed Akira, which definitely blew me away, along with director Michel Gondry. His music videos experiment with a different type of technique called view morphing, and it was just part of the beginning of uncovering the creative approach toward using still cameras for special effects. Her technique was significantly different because we built it to move around objects that were themselves in motion, and we were also able to create slow motion events that virtual cameras could move around, rather than the static action in Gondry's music videos with limited camera moves. And that is John C. Uh, Gaeta, he's the designer and inventor best known for his work on the Matrix film trilogy where he advanced methods and formats known as bullet time. So John pretty much created it. Uh, what we know is bullet time, which allows a shot to progress in slow motion while the camera appears to move through the scene at normal speed. So um, it changed everything. So many special effects, uh, stuntmen, stunt coordinators hate how after the Matrix, you know, everything was sort of different. It's going to enter, enter the Matrix, a video game, um, you know, based on the films. And of course, uh, a series of comic books, Matrix comics. But again, what um, what really is the Matrix? Now, in the film, it's these you know AIs, these robots, uh, machines that are using people as sort of living batteries. You know, li- living lithium. You know, lithium is in, is the stuff in batteries that we can recharge, right? Lithium, li- living lithium. Um, but in terms of the Wachowskis basing the matrix on what it is the concept of a simulated reality so what is a simulated reality we'll go to the wiki simulated reality is the hypothesis that reality can be simulated for example by a quantum computer to a degree that is indistinguishable from true reality whatever true reality is right if it's so simulated isn't that kind of reality it it, it blows your mind. It can contain conscious minds that may or may not know they live inside the simulation. This is quite different from the current technologically achievable concept of virtual reality, which is easily distinguished from the experience of actuality. Simulated reality, by contrast, would be hard or impossible to separate from true reality. There has been much debate over this topic, ranging from philosophical discourse to practical applications in computing. So the argument is that, of course, if this is achievable by, say, highly advanced uh, civilizations, you know, hundreds of thousands of years in the future, perhaps even alien extraterrestrial um, technologies and worlds, are we maybe living in one now? Now, this is the philosopher Nick Bostrom. He developed an expanded argument examining the probability of our our own reality being a simulation. His argument states that at least one of the following statements is very likely to be true. So here they are. 
Human civilization or a comparable civilization is unlikely to reach a level of technological maturity capable of producing simulated reality or such simulations are physically impossible to construct. A comparable civilization reaching aforementioned technological status will likely not produce a significant number of simulated realities, one that might push the probable existence of digital entities beyond the probable number of real entities in a universe for any number of reasons, such as diversion of computational processing power or the ethical considerations of holding entities captive in this simulated reality. Three, any entities with our general set of experiences are almost certainly living in a simulation. Four, we are living in in a reality in which post-humans have not developed yet and we are actually living in reality. And finally, five, we will have no way of knowing that we live in a simulation because we will never reach the technologically capacity, technological capacity to realize the marks of a simulated reality. So in other words, we could be living in one right now and we have no idea and we'll, ne- we'll never know it because we'll never reach the tech capacity to realize the marks of a simulated reality. Kind of cool, but kind of scary. You know, maybe we are in the matrix. Maybe we're living in one right now. Um, again, it goes on to say, if we get the sufficiently advanced technology, it is possible to represent the populated surface of the earth without recourse to digital physics. Uh, experienced by a simulated consciousness are com- comparable or equivalent to those of a naturally occurring human consciousness. So if you have enough tech, you could probably do it, but most theory says we will probably not be able to. And finally, it is not impossible to, it is, it is not impossible to tell whether we are living in simulation. For example, Bostrom suggests that a window could pop up saying you are living in a simulation. Click here for more information, like a video game. However, imperfections in a simulated environment might be difficult for native inhabitants to identify. And for purposes of authenticity, even the simulated memory of a blatant revelation might be purged. Nonetheless, should any evidence come to light either for or, for or against the skeptical hypothesis, it would radically alter the aforementioned probability. And obviously the computational power to do this would be vast to be able to not only, you know, compute and represent environments and reality, but people and interaction and, you know, could the Enterprise do it? Do it? Could the holodeck? Because obviously as Star Trek fans, we know the holodeck is sort of a, you know, a virtual simulation, a simulated reality, which is pretty indistinguishable. And at times, some of the crews of the various starships get fooled or, you know, and they don't know they're in a holodeck, a holographic simulation. And this is interesting. It says a dream could be considered a type of simulation capable of fooling someone who is asleep. And we've all been there, right? We've all been dreaming. And then we wake up and we think within the dream, we think it's real. But we wake up and it is just a dream. It's only a dream. Like Phantasm says, it's just a dream. It's only a dream. So there you have it. Are we in the matrix? I don't think so. We could be. And certainly the way computers are going, certainly the the way technology is going, we just might be able to simulate it, right, one day. And if so, we'll all be in the matrix. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for subscribing. Freebies are great. And the paid people, the paid subscription for $4.99, you get exclusives. You get things that the freebies don't get. To choose, but either or, we love you to subscribe. We love you to uh, to comment and send messages and feedback. We love your 
being here and your participation. Thanks again. Live long and prosper. We'll see you soon in the Matrix.